while CEO denied a motion for a new trial. Updated HUD handbook includes enhanced Heckam guidance, and the U.S. housing market is caught in a trap. These are your top reverse mortgage news stories for the week of September 18th. You're listening to Heckam World Weekly, the nation's only weekly podcast for you, the reverse mortgage professional. The former CEO of the now-defunct reverse mortgage lender LiveWell Financial, Michael Hild, has been denied a motion for a new trial, with a presiding judge, Ronnie Abrams of the Southern District Court of New York, upholding a guilty verdict that was reached by a jury last year, and also a 44-month prison sentence that was handed down in January. That according to recent reporting from Reverse Mortgage Daily. Presently, Hild remains free, pending an appeal to the Second Circuit Court of Appeals. Judge Abrams detailed the reasons for the ruling against the new trial. Chief among them was the alleged new evidence that Hild used in his request for a new trial. It would not likely result in an acquittal. In her ruling, the judge wrote, what evidence did Hild present? Supplemental documents detailing coupon payments that the federal government obtained from lenders submitted to the court over the restitution issue constituted, quote unquote, new evidence that warranted a new trial, according to Hild. Another issue raised by Hild were the alleged erroneous jury instructions given at his trial. RMD reports that Hild raised the recent U.S. Supreme Court decision, Kiminelli versus United States, that could call into question some of the instructions his own jury trial received in reaching his verdict, since those instructions included a theory that the Supreme Court ultimately had invalidated. As to the alleged erroneous jury instructions, Judge Abrams is going to leave that determination to the Second Circuit Court of Appeals itself. Now, should Hild's appeal to the Second Circuit Court of Appeals be denied, he does face a 44-month or three-and-a-half-year prison sentence, which was reached by a jury in January. On September 8th, the Department of Housing and Urban Development in a press release spelled out their recent updates to the agency's counseling program handbook. The release notes, the update is the first set of comprehensive changes implemented since 2010. Assistant Secretary for Housing and Federal Housing Commissioner Julia Gordon said in the release, the updated handbook will benefit those helping individuals and families with their housing needs. Among other things, it includes enhanced guidance for counseling homeowners considering a home equity conversion mortgage, or HECM, so they can make an informed choice about options for aging in place. Now, the changes do go into effect on January 1st, 2024, so just a few months away, and some of the highlighted handbook changes impacting Heckam Counseling include the addition of a mystery shopper to help ensure counseling agency quality control, and that mystery shopper is a trained person to act as a potential Heckam borrower that is seeking counseling. Also, there is an expectation that reverse mortgage counseling should last approximately 60 to 90 minutes on average, and the consolidation of several sections of the reverse mortgage related content in the new handbook and clarification that Heckam counselors also need to pass the certification exam and comply with the applicable requirements of state or local authorities. And lastly, the handbook does make reference to remote or virtual counseling. Of course, we've seen a great increase in virtual meetings since the pandemic. That is being added in the handbook and noted, especially along with telephone or in-person counseling sessions. For more details, we've included a link to to the press release, the summary of changes, and the handbook itself on the Heckam World page for this specific episode. So be sure to check that out. 
And in our last story for the week, the U.S. housing market is caught in a trap. Tim Smart and USnews.com writes that these are tough times for the housing market. A lack of inventory and high mortgage rates have combined to rob homeowners of the incentive to sell their houses at near record prices, while would-be buyers are scared off by sticker shock and the prospect of paying off the loan. What's not noted in the article is that would-be home buyers are also increasingly wary of buying a home, especially at record high prices, while they're fearing an economic recession may arrive in 2024. However, columnist Tim Smart does note the following housing market headwinds, which include Freddie Mac's weekly mortgage report, which found that the average 30-year mortgage rates exceeded 7% or more for four consecutive weeks. Also, the National Association of Home Builders said last month that its August survey of home builder sentiment had fallen six points to 50 out of 100, that following seven months of rising confidence levels. And month-over-month, existing home sales in the month of July fell by 2.2% to an annual level of $4.07 million, and a year ago, sales were running at about $4.88 million. Although pending sales did increase slightly in the same month, they are off 14% from 2022. Rates should continue to come down from their peaks earlier this summer, but high home prices and growing affordability challenges are taking a toll on more prospective home buyers. That said Lisa Sturdivant, chief economist at Bright MLS. At the same time, the balance between renting and owning in many markets has shifted toward renting as more new apartment construction does come online, she added. Perhaps in your community, you've noted a marked increase in multifamily construction for apartments, but when considering the affordability crisis and challenges in specific markets, consider this. In many cases, it costs two to three times more to have a home or to own a home than it does to rent thanks to high mortgage rates and home prices. And that is a sure sign that a housing market is out of whack. Going back to the column, it says that mortgage applications declined to their lowest level since December 1996. That despite a drop in mortgage rates, said Joel Kahn, Deputy Chief Economist at Mortgage Bankers Association. And Kahn adds, both purchase and refinance applications fell, with the purchase index hitting a 28-year low as prospective buyers remain on the sidelines due to low housing inventory and elevated mortgage rates. Now, for you as a reverse mortgage originator, we need to know what's going on in our local housing market, more so than nationally, because real estate is all local. But we should be mindful that today the housing market at large is in an abnormal state. It's not in a healthy place. When you look at price to earnings ratios in different communities and metros across the U.S., it's just beyond the pale when it comes to a lack of affordability. So the question is, how long can that last? And we have actually taught webinars here at Reverse Focus and on HeckamWorld.com, where we show you how you can research the markets in your area or where you're licensed that are not seeing as much price drops and also to identify which communities are more at risk for housing price declines than those that are a little bit closer to a more normative market. Thank you for joining us for another episode of Heckam World Weekly, the nation's only weekly podcast for you, the reverse mortgage professional. If you're not there already, be sure to go to heckamworld.com because we have a new episode of the Industry Leader Update where we look at the problem with housing wealth. Yes, believe it or not, it can be a problem and a big risk. So be sure to check that out. Have a great week and be sure to return next Monday for more reverse mortgage news on the go.